Stuart Gordon, the director of Fortress, The Pit and the Pendulum, and Reanimator, takes you into the dungeons of Castle Noacino. Now, an American family. Welcome to Castle Riley, lady. Will inherit a legacy of evil. They say the castle is And a master of modern horror. will unleash his most terrifying creation. Stuart Gordon's Castle Free. There's somebody else here! There, there's somebody in the castle! Jump right into this. I think it's already going. All right. Super the lights cool. on. <laughs> the lights on, and uh, three of us are here, as promised. We've reassembled the three-part Voltron. Yes. That'd be a good uh, weed strain. <laughs> three-three-part <laughs> three Voltron. Yeah. I promised, I didn't really promise, I mentioned that we might look up what is the hokiest, punniest name of a dispensary here. Yes, I, I, I heard your episode last week. <laughs> you ducked out and you went were, to a Comic-Con. Yeah, yeah but you, you were coming up with all these strain names. Yeah, werewolf shortage. <laughs> werewolf shortage. So, uh, yeah, by next week recording, we should have uh, investigated what's the punniest and maybe we could look at all the coffee shops and just sort of revisit, you know, are there any that are still that punny? Yeah, yeah. There's got to be. Hey, listeners, by now you've probably guessed you're listening to Chewing the Scenery Horror Movie Podcast. We are a podcast that talks about a horror movie, which we will spoil. And then, um, you know, we're going to be nice enough to not spoil the recently watched, which, um, guys, I just got a couple episodes of Game of Thrones, and that's uh, all I've been able to watch with... We'll probably do some sort of Instagram post eventually again, because it's been a long time. But um, not that I don't, you know, spend a little time on Instagram, but uh, I haven't posted anything in a long time. Yeah. I should post some pictures of this freaking hill project out here. You should. Except you don't have any before pictures. Well, I, maybe you do. I, I do. Um, yeah, it's been it's you been a long do time. Do it when you find the fingers sticking out of the earth. I already joked about that. The guy who sold the place. <laughs> I said, hey, his girlfriend supposedly split up with him. Mm, oh. Yeah. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. she, she split up with him. She left feet first. <laughs> He's like, no one's ever going to dig this awesome hill. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my, my younger brother um, took a little Tonka toy-sized uh, piece of earth-moving equipment and re-sculpted it and took out about a school bus-sized mountain of dirt from this place. Holy wow. And that's why I don't have much recently watched to talk about. Well, your brother's doing all the work. You're just I'm sitting there. I'm just standing there holding a shovel, acting like you I'm doing something. You could be watching something. I could, on my phone. I just tape my phone to the end of the shovel. Yeah. Just pretend to be, you know, moving something here and there. So Sounds good. Recently watched. Oh, wait. Thank you to the Moonrays for giving us that song, Intro Creature Features, at the top of the show. Find the music on Amazon or iTunes if you want to buy it digitally. Say hello to them on Facebook, where they are the Moon Dash Rays. Housekeeping done. All right. Re- recently watched. Want to kick it off, Julian? Uh, yeah, I've seen a bunch. I've been away. Oh uh, yeah. So it was at Comic Fest last uh, weekend. How was it? Uh, well, I didn't get to see William Shatner or Nichelle Nichols or Ken Forey. Oh man, who did you get to see? Uh, a bunch of people. Anyone famous? Um, no, I don't think so. Some people who ought to be, huh? I kind of <laughs> think of... Mm, I don't think so. No? Uh, that um, Sunday they had uh, like a Godzilla thing. Uh, they had this big uh, standee thing, like the big 3D block yeah. letters with the Im- uh, an image on, on it for the, the logo in the main hall. And uh, so I went I went over there on Sunday and I thought, oh, well, they, they might have some reps from the studio or something and do a promotion. Yeah. But it wasn't. They just, like, stuck that on the stage and they had everyone who was in a Godzilla T-shirt, like, clustered together and they took a photo. And then they took your emails to send you your tickets. Oh, and then well. They, they showed the trailer, and the latest trailer, and that was it. Oh. Hmm. Well, fine. Yeah. I was a little disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when when I was at C2E2, they had a seven or eight foot high model that was highly detailed, mm. which looked great. You could just walk right up and stick your phone in front of it and take pictures. I did. I'll have to show you guys. Um, there's a new dog. Put so... that on Instagram. And the new dog. Yeah, the new dog is going to be uh, occasionally barking with the little dog, and it's just going to happen. It's not a soundproof studio. No, not like our last place. Yeah. <laughs> At least we won't have as many motorcycles here. Sirens. Yeah. Helicopters. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the life. A lot of helicopters. Wow. <laughs> that, that, that comes out of a five and a half pound dog. Does she weigh even that much? Yeah, about five and a half. With the new dog, she's been getting more treats, so she's probably more like five and three quarters. Oh, man. <laughs> so what else, Julian? <laughs> uh, well, I've almost finished reading the latest collection of uh, Junji Ito stories, uh, manga uh, horror stories. Oh, cool. Um, this one's called Smashed. And uh, yeah, they're always good. Did, have you read, read any of those? No. Yeah, take a look. Uh, very weird. Uh, he, he comes up with these bizarre scenarios and then just like, follows through on the logic of them. And, I like that. Um, usually some ends up dreadfully for everyone concerned. Um, yeah, so I'm enjoying that. And all right. So since last time I have watched, uh, death in Venice, 1971, Lucino Visconti movie. Um, this is from the Thomas Mann, 1920, 1912 novel. 
and it stars Dick Bogard, Bjorn Andersen, Silvana Magnano, and uh, lots of Gustav Mahler on the soundtrack. And uh, as far as horror is concerned, uh, definitely, um, if you've seen Don't Look Now, mm-hmm. it kind of uh, makes a good double bill with it. Also involves a man being led to his doom by a child in Venice. And lots of nice uh, photography of crumbling buildings. Oh, cool. Um, and then after that, I watched uh, Maitress from 1975. It's a Barbe Schroeder film with uh, Boulogia and Gerard Depardieu. Gerard Depardieu. He plays a, plays a guy who's got no job and he comes back to this little town and his, his buddy turns up and he's into like low-level crime. And they, uh, uh, he, he like scouts out apartments. Hmm. And uh, he, he discovers that this whole floor under under this woman's apartment is uh, the windows are blocked up, oh. and so they go back uh, the next night and they they break in to burglarize it and they find it's really dark and and it's they start finding all these weird things in there, and it turns out that she's uh, she's a dominatrix, oh, and uh, so she's got this like whole dungeon stocked up and you know, there's a guy in a cage and. <laughs> lots of costumes how cool yeah um and he he ends up uh in a, in a relationship with her so there's like all sorts of power struggles going on mm-hmm. in this movie um this movie got uh banned in england um for two main reasons there's a horse that's killed in it uh at a slaughterhouse and uh there's also a man's penis gets nailed to a board Huh. Um, wow. For reals. Oh, they really did it. Oh, yeah. Because why? Uh, he was into it. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, yeah. Uh, if you've seen uh, Shram, then you've seen this thing, thing before. But uh, I think this is the earliest instance of that. <laughs> um, so that's my second penis now to a board movie. Wow. Anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, Lend de Fauchot, which is a Jean-Pierre Melville movie. Uh, and this is like a kind of a road movie with Jean-Paul Belmondo as an ex-boxer and liar. Hooks up with a guy. And they they, <laughs> wow. they take a trip uh, down the uh, uh, east coast um, of uh, the States uh, so from uh, Hoboken. They 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 go from uh, New York City and they stop off in Hoboken so that you can look at Sinatra's birthplace. Oh! <laughs> they carry on down to New Orleans, so it, it's like cool sort of you know get to see stuff from 1962. Oh, nice! Um, and it's beautiful looking, cool soundtrack, also known as Magnet of Doom. And then we watched uh, the Blu-ray of Perfect Blue, which is the uh, Satoshi Kon movie uh, from 1997. And the Blu-ray looks really good. I know this name. Uh, yeah, Perfect Blue is kind of a giallo anime where you've got lots yes. of intersecting multiple unhinged personalities and timelines. Nice. Yeah, it's very trippy. Um, yeah, that, that was fun. And we finished watching uh, Gotham that came to an end, the TV series. Uh, Batman ever show up? Yep. Last shot. Last shot Batman well, shows Well, you, you knew up. How, how that's how it was going to end, you know. But. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it all pays off very nicely. Oh, nice. And the next series they're going to do is, like, they're going to go even further back. Yes, with Alfred <laughs> Pennyworth. Pennyworth, yeah. Uh, then I also watched the uh, Scream trilogy. 
Yeah, because uh, you know we're going to have Ziggy join us. Yeah, I'd only got as far as part two before. Yeah. Uh, so I've not seen part four yet. Did um, they fix Courtney's bangs by the third movie? Or were they still kind of Frankenstein-y? Or am, I, or am I thinking of three where she has a terrible haircut? I don't remember. Uh, well, I guess we could look it up. but I don't know if I saw three. Yeah. I think uh, I did. Yeah, I hadn't seen that one before. Um, so Scream 1996. Uh, the first two are directed by Wes Craven and scripted by Kevin Williamson. And uh, they all star Nev Campbell, David Arquette, Courtney Cox. And uh, first one, you've got Rose McGowan, Skeet Ulrich, uh, Drew Barrymore, Linda Blair turns up in it, uh, Leif Schreiber's in the first three. That's right. He's Cotton. Uh, yep. Cotton Weary. Uh, Henry Winkler's in the first one. That's right. And uh, uh, director of photography was Mark Irwin from the Cronenberg movies. Um, so you have... Uh, uh, and this is originally titled Scary Movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was a fun sl- slasher spoof, and the deaths are generally treated as uh, quite tragic. They're not you know, yeah. like uh, whack and done, like you know the average slasher movie. Right. Like uh, Jason goes to uh, Manhattan, I meant to bring up when we watched it. <laughs> the teacher's with like four people, and she rounds the corner. And runs into the main cast, and the main cast is like, come on, we gotta go. And she's like, I gotta get so-and-so. And they're like, they're gone. And they just leave the boat. <laughs> but they were just around the corner. They weren't ten feet away. Oh, lordy. What a movie. Mm. It was Scream 3 with the bangs, by the way. Okay. Uh, yeah, Scream 3, she's married to... Um, um, David Arquette? Yeah, David Arquette in real life. Um so yeah, I think it starts on a good scare and kind of this this trilogy kind of goes downhill pretty evenly. <coughs> like I can't think of another slasher franchise where it, which is this you can chart it on a graph and it's pretty easy easy slope. Like yeah. some of them like you know three or four is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so Scream Two, Night Night Seven. Uh, this one you've got Sarah Michelle Gellar in it. Uh, Jada Pinkett, David Warner turns up. That's, that's my favorite bit. Yeah. And uh, this one, you can feel Kevin Williamson kind of burrowing into the characters, and he's got like references to classical drama, and it's really talky. It feels more like a TV movie. Yeah. Um, the CW. Yeah. Yeah, it, it just feels like a CW TV movie, except the, the deaths are quite gory. Um, there's more jump scares, but I don't didn't feel any of it had impact on me. Uh, and then Scream Three from 2000. Uh, on, on Scream Two, they had to like change the script as they went along because it had been leaked. Oh, I didn't know that. And then Scream Three, uh, while they were, he he uh, Kevin Williamson had come up with these ideas, but then he he was too busy to work on this one. But then his ideas were junked. As they started, because uh, Columbine had just happened, and, mm. and he, he had this idea about this like uh, club of high schoolers who were like into Ghostface, and, uh, so that that was junked. So they were like uh, making it up as they went along again. And this one, you got a screenplay by Aaron Kruger, who wrote Transformers two to four. Mm. And um, this one's got Lance Henriksen, oh my old buddy, yeah, and. Uh, He's kind of playing a Harvey Weinstein 
type character, which is ironic because he's one of the producers. And <laughs> Jenny McCarthy, Parker Posey, uh, Roger Corman, Carrie Fisher, uh, Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes. Oh, yeah. So it kind of feels like uh, once they turn up, it just feels like, all oh, right, they've gone directly to the Abbott and Costello meet yeah. stage of the uh, franchise. Just, you know? yeah. yeah, just parade them out. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. And then I uh, watched uh, The Satan Bug, which is an old favorite. Uh, good new Blu-ray from Kino. As, as, have you heard of that one? No. Uh, so the Satan Bug itself is like this incredibly virulent thing they've come up with in this chemical warfare laboratory in California. And, of course, it gets stolen. Oh. So they have to try and recover it. And it's got Anne Francis, Richard Basehart, uh, George Maharis, Dana Andrews. Oh, wow. Pretty fun stuff. Wow. Anyone? Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. Well, yeah, we'll watch that for sure. Uh, directed by John Sturgis. Did, yeah. Did uh, Great Escape, Magnificent Seven and all those. Richard Basehart was in a, a good version of uh, Moby Dick, I believe. I want to say. Was... Yeah, one of the crew. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's lots of people you recognise from TV in there. Um, and James Doohan has a non-speaking role in it. <laughs> Scotty. Yeah. Wow. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah, so that was quite fun. Very nice. I think that's it. That's it? Will, how about you? Well, I went and watched it. Oh. Marvel Avengers Endgame. Mm. Wow. Did you, uh, did you stand up in the middle and say, it's over, everyone leave at 90 minutes? <laughs> yes. And they did. It was a really, really bleak movie for 90 minutes. And yeah. then it just kind of ended. I think they set it up for a sequel. Oh, they could have set it up for a sequel halfway through and then yeah. cut it off. And then just, you know, the second half of the movie. Is Thanos in it again? Thanos is in it again. <laughs> oh man, we, we were going to see it on Saturday, but like uh, I was going, I thought it was going to be a nice, easy month, but this other project kicked in ah. directly after the show. So I went down time. on a whim Saturday uh-huh. afternoon and got the best seat in the house, right in the middle. Excellent wheelchair row. Yeah, no, no one to share an armrest with. Nice. Uh, dead center of the theater. Yeah. Uh, I watched it in 3D, which didn't add a whole lot. No? Mostly just makes the background fuzzy. <laughs> and, and Thor's hammer coming at your face. They didn't do any of that. There was no... no Conspicuous. It wasn't made to be in 3D, so nothing came at you. Okay. So how do they kind of back uh, into that? How, how the hell would that... There must be some sort of computer program that can pull whatever you're supposed to focus on forward. Yeah. Because it it's not like real 3D. It's probably easier if it's a bunch of stuff that was on green screen in, in the first place. Um, I'm not sure how much green screen they used in this. It seemed fairly real, but, you know, then they make the background all fuzzy. So, yeah, it could all be green screened. Do you like that thing they do on PBS? I want to say it's a Ken Burns thing where they'll have like a... And, you know, Babe Ruth was playing baseball and a bunch of crap happened. And then they'll have like stuff moving yes. you know it's like still pictures like different layers of them moving while they're mm-hmm. talking it's like we don't have any footage of this so let's just move the foreground yeah. and the background separately well it worked for Hanna-Barbera didn't it yeah <laughs> so and now they can do it with a computer yeah just got easier you know better so the film is um three and a half hours long three and a half yeah not even just three no three and a half hours long good lord Wow. It has approximately 728 characters in it. 
Yeah. Um, although half of them are gone for most of the movie. Sure. Um, They're like, we're going camping. Bye. Uh, a little more severe than that. But uh, if you listened to last week's show, some of my spoilers were indeed correct. Oh, wow. Um, I was just making wild guesses. Sure. One of them I knew for sure wouldn't happen since there's another movie with him in it. But Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Oh, so the Spider-Man is coming back. Which Spider-Man is, it's funny, Spider-Man is probably my favorite Marvel character, but I really don't like him in these movies. No? No, I don't know why. He just... Yes, Spider-Man was always my favorite when I was a kid, as far as Marvel. And DC, yeah. DC was always Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? But Harvey, Harvey Comics, who yeah. was spooky. Yeah. Who was your favorite? <laughs> yeah, spooky was my favorite uh, non-friendly ghost. Non-friendly ghost. He had that little black nose and a derby. Just always yeah. looked, looked mad. Didn't he smoke a cigar? I think he did. So yeah. basically, Casper is Richie Rich, and Spooky is Reggie, or who's the who's the who's the mean guy in Richie Rich comics? Is it Reggie? Hmm. Good question. I don't, I don't remember. Oh God! I'm, yeah, never mind. Richie Rich comics. I know I read some, but yeah, it's when there was nothing else to read. There, yeah, that was the bottom of the stack yeah, of books you took along with you on a road trip or something with your parents. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, now I'm down to Richie Rich. <laughs> oh, fuck, are we there yet? Yeah. Can I can I not read Richie Rich? Oh so, man. Uh, and that's pretty much all that I've watched, other than Castle Freak. Castle Freak. Wow, we really stepped in it this time, didn't we? Oh yeah. Who picked this one? Uh, I think it was you. No, I'm pretty <laughs> sure you picked it. I think it. I mentioned it, and you're like, "Yeah, let's do that one." I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. Are you sure?" And you're like, "Yeah, totally." So I was thinking of. Uh, of some other director and I couldn't come up with Stuart Gordon's name and yes. apologies to Stuart Gordon because he's one of my favorites and I was sitting here going duh I can't think of a name <laughs> who recommended this thing I think I mentioned it I'm like uh, yeah. uh, dub, dub. and then they went and did that one because they had the same sets and and I was like yeah let's watch that and the guy with the two names and I apologize for that <laughs> all right well if I had anything to do with that Choosing Castle Freak. And then you, you said to me, uh, we're going to do Castle Freak. And I said, oh, I didn't really like that one. And you said, well, we can do something else. And I said, that's okay. We don't have to like everything we talk about. <laughs> well, well that's like, so so we've watched some bad things. So we could watch another bad thing. Sure. Um, the the uh, the cover art for the home video release, the, the, the poster for the home video, uh, is the teenage daughter. Let me turn this so Julian can see it. Yeah, it, I haven't seen that one. It's the, I, I just saw it on video cassette. It had the picture of the actual freak, so it spoils that yeah. reveal. Yeah. That's the sneery side of his face kind of showing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, why? I mean, it, do they want us to be sort of uh, titillated by this um, teenage girl? I mean, is that what they're trying to do here? I think so. She's not a main character for most of the movie. No. Well, she's sort of a secondary character. Yes. But... I don't think there were any main characters in this movie, were there? <laughs> well, it's an old poster technique, isn't it? When you go back to the 50s and you think every movie is about some woman in, in yes. underwear and tastefully disheveled dresses running away from a giant insect. We had a copy of The Hound of the Baskervilles, yeah. you know, uh, Sherlock Holmes, uh, at the bookshop I worked at, who, and it was a lady on the cover in a red like ball gown 
running across the field. There was no mm. hound. <laughs> <laughs> was there a house with one light on behind her? No. No. No, okay. nothing. Nothing that I remember that could connect it. And she was like in a 1950s dress, too. So right. it had nothing to do with Sherlock Holmes or the story. <laughs> so other than a provocative poster and a pretty good uh, couple of leads um, and a good director, mm-hmm. uh, what else has this got going for it? A castle. And and, and what, a, freak. a freak. And a freak. So it delivers on that. <laughs> so would it be weird if it was like an old like Victorian house and there was a freak and it wasn't a castle? Would that be weird? I think it should have been a, a kind of rundown apartment building. <laughs> so rundown apartment building freak doesn't really quite roll off the tongue. <laughs> no, but there's probably more of those than there are castle freaks. <laughs> Actually, about four blocks from here, <laughs> there are some rundown apartment freaks for sure. Well, isn't this castle owned by the producer? Yes. Um, yeah, that was... that was That's the, the trivia I read. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. It was owned by the producer, so they... Uh, Charles Band right, yeah, had to right. clean it up before <clears throat> he had a big family reunion or something. They were shooting some scene God. with a lot of blood. Shooting the freak. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Get get the freak out of here. <laughs> yeah. So um, Jeffrey Combs, Barbara Crampton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they're both great. Uh huh. They're not given much to do for most of this movie, no. and that's not their fault. I think both of them will do their best with what they're given. Did you did you think the same when you were watching it, Jolien? I can't remember. I saw it ages ago. Okay, so you're not. I'm not rewatching this now. I'm thing. not watching yeah, that crap I, I, again. Yeah, I ran out of time this last week. That makes sense. <clears throat> uh, I thought they had a nice scene where it's revealed that he killed their son and blinded the daughter in a car accident. Yeah, when he was drinking and driving. Yeah. And they had a nice little scene how she was staying with him to punish him because God didn't. Right. And I was like, this is great. And yeah. then it went back, promptly went back to Castle Freaks or Freak. So the, the yeah. wife is staying with him to punish him for killing their daughter in a car accident. Killing their son in a car accident yes. and blinding their daughter. Okay. okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, they couldn't just be like, oh, well, here's this uh, blind daughter. So, you know, figure it out. They're like, here, a little ex... Yeah, they gave us a little flashback. Yeah, a little exposition via flashback. Yeah. Um, so he's lonely. Jeffrey Combs' character, uh, what's he called? John. Uh, John. John Riley. John Riley. Uh, he's lonely, so he hires a prostitute. And he gets drunk on some wine that's in the castle. And makes some bad choices. Immediately, obviously, feels regret. And uh, tries to just sort of run her off. I think we're skipping ahead. He he won't. He got this castle because his aunt, his distant aunt, died. Right. And left it to him. Who was a duchess? Yes. And he's okay. just moved in. And uh, the daughter finds a cat and follows it down to the dungeon, um, and unwittingly releases the the freak. The freak. The freak. The which castle the duchess freak. Is, duchess <clears throat> has been keeping in the basement or in the dungeon, and uh, feeding him yet whipping him. Yes. Seems like weird choices. Yeah. He gets like two little rounds of some kind of dry hard salami and some... Bread. Bread. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was kind of skipping ahead. This is probably a good place to ask. Okay, Julian, you're from England. Uh, what is the job of a duchess? Could you tell us? Do you know? <laughs> Do you even know? Because I, I could not tell you what is the job of an alderman. 
Uh, yet one of my uncles was one for a while. This is a rank of royalty. Yeah. It's Usually on nobility. land. It's, it's a land-related It's somebody's thing. niece or sister. Yeah. There's no danger of them becoming... <clears throat> there's no danger of them becoming king or queen. Probably not. Oh, you, you can. Oh, could you? Like yeah, if, everyone's in line to the top. Yeah. It's just uh, lots of people that have to get wiped out for them like, to actually... Uh, the, one of the duke and duchesses just had a boy. Oh, really? Yeah. A boy? Yeah. So he's going to be, what then, a duke also? Mm-hmm. Like a second duke, twice removed? <laughs> I don't really understand how you know royal ranking works. Of course, I don't even understand how military ranking works. <laughs> Didn't you watch Mash? It's the only way I figured out the military rankings. Yeah, it's like I have to stop and think. Okay, what Mash character is what rank? Right. If somebody mentions, you know, and then he was a corporal in the army. Like, yeah. Radar was a corporal. That's not very high. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm probably making a mess of this. I, I don't know royal rankings, but like uh, Prince Charles is the Duke of Cornwall. Yeah. So maybe it's like a, he's a nobility overseeing a whole county. Yeah. Oh, that would make a lot of sense because it's got some regional stuff going on. And, uh, and then the Queen's husband is Duke of Edinburgh. Okay. Well, this, this helps out a lot. It's just a city, so... Oh, <laughs> he's the Duke of a city. Yeah. So does he get to boss people around because he's the Duke of that city? Does he get to like roll in the town and be like, hey, move that car. I'm the Duke. I want to yeah, park there. He's, he's, he found out he's not above the law. That's <laughs> always sobering to find out, yeah, isn't it? He, he had a couple of car crashes and, and uh, got into a lot of trouble. So now he's, he's not able to drive. Oh, mm, wow. Yeah, I, I heard this story. Man. Well, he's in his 90s, right? Yeah. Take his keys away. Yeah. Yeah, just go pull the coil wire. He probably doesn't work on his own cars. You know, it'd be real easy. He'll just sit there and trying to start it for an hour and then give up. Wander off. Uh, so there's a duchess that is only in the movie for a little bit. <clears throat> She's awful. Whipping this castle freak. That's uh, that's the brother of John? Yes, mm -hmm. the older brother of John. Giorgio. Giorgio, yeah. So do we know... Um, Jonathan Fuller. He was in uh, Stuart Gordon's Pit and the Pendulum. Okay. Anything else we would know that comes to mind? Uh, he seems to be one of those character actors. Yeah. He's been in a bunch of stuff. I don't, I'm not familiar with him. Never in danger of being the lead. He's still working. Oh, yeah. The name sounded familiar, but maybe that's just a familiar sounding name, which is why he chose it. Um, so this was, um, supposedly based on The Outsider by H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah, there's one brief bit, which is like a scene from the, the story. Oh, I thought it was based on The Outsiders <laughs> by C.E. Hinton. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <clears throat> it's very different. Yes. Very different book. Yes. <laughs> yeah. H.P. Lovecraft's The Outsiders. Yeah. Uh, Lovecraft seemed to be sort of um, drawn upon by a lot of filmmakers, but not really done a lot of justice, it seems. Not not portrayed accurately with the it's story. It's hard to portray any of that stuff mm -hmm. on film, Yeah, I think is the main problem, because you read it and it's it's all descriptions of the undescribable. Yeah, right. Like he doesn't portray his own stories accurately. Yeah. <laughs> 
There's a big flaw right there. Yeah. Well, it's not a flaw. It's just that, you know, he's, it's humans up against something that's beyond human that they can't even pronounce. Yeah. Or understand or anything. That's really hard to yeah. commit to film. Yeah. Um, this one nailed it for the Barnes Limit, by the way. This is right at 90 minutes. Oh, good. It's just perfect movie in every way. <laughs> it came in at 90 minutes. You can make That's it good a, enough. You can make it about this weird squatty fucking castle freak whose taint we see more than we see Barbara Crampton's face. I don't want to talk about that, but I'm going to bring it up. I'm pretty sure he had a fake butt. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're right. Because <laughs> there were some scenes where he moved and you think, that's just a rubber butt. They slapped on that guy. He's got like rubber underpants on. I think they just put a rubber suit on his whole body. Mm, maybe it was. Have you seen uh, Peter Jackson's Bad Taste? Yes. Those aliens. <clears throat> they got some impressive fake bats as well. <laughs> I don't remember them as... I'll have to watch that one again. It's been a long time since I've seen that. Didn't Sir Mix-a-Lot do a song about that? Fake butts? Yeah. I believe so. Mm -hmm. yeah, it was one of those uh, deep cuts on one of his albums. <clears throat> one of his many hits. Yes. Um, yeah, it takes a long time for the actual plot to sort of emerge and start moving mm -hmm. but when it does it gets kind of crazy and a know. little bit i was hoping there would be some sort of party that the castle freak would have picked party goers off oh that would have been great like you know open secret passages and yank them through yeah something you know people keep disappearing yeah but a lot the cast of... was pretty small so yeah yeah this was probably a budget thing yeah yeah he was uh, apparently he uh he went in Charles Band's office, and there was a picture on the wall of a hunchback in a in a castle, and it was labeled Castle Freak, and uh, and so he, he he just ran with it, and he got five hundred thousand dollars. Wow! And access to Charles Band's castle, and uh, off he went. Made a cheap movie. <laughs> Made a cheap movie, and shouldn't have bothered. I like this. When Gordon asked about it, Ban replied, well, that's a castle and there's a freak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he said he had no script, but if Gordon wanted it, he could do whatever he wanted with the idea as long as he maintained the concepts of a castle and a freak. And oh, well, brought it in at 90 minutes. Yep, for $500,000, which was Gordon's smallest budget ever. Wow. Where, where are you reading this from? Uh, this is a Wikipedia page, oh, okay. so this could all be bullshit. This is the <clears throat> castlefreak.com <laughs> yeah. homepage. Right. Yeah. It hosts Castle Freak fan fiction, <laughs> chat board. Excellent. <laughs> Sandwiches. Sandwiches, yeah, recipes. Yeah. There's a salami and a, and a slice uh -huh. of bread. <laughs> dried up like size of a quarter. <laughs> There's a recipe for orange cat surprise. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that cat. Now, here's a question for you guys. Uh, whenever people talk about cannibal movies, they all go straight to Cannibal Ferox and Cannibal Holocaust. No one ever says, hey, Castle Freak, what's the first thing he do? <laughs> what's the first thing? What him do? <laughs> We've got to maintain our high vocabulary on this show, you know. Yes. What's the first thing he does when he gets a hold of a naked woman? <laughs> he bites her breast off. Yes. And apparently eats it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, he goes downtown later, but, uh, wow. And he's going to do the same thing to the teenage daughter, if he gets a chance. Yeah. 
And, uh, you know, that doesn't happen, luckily. But he eats people. This is part of what he does. Yeah. So Castle Freak is a cannibal. Uh-huh. So there. <laughs> Add that to your list. You're there. To watch. Yes. Yeah. If you're, if you're like, oh, if you're I'm a gonna... cannibal fan. Cannibal yeah. movie fan. Yeah. Um, and we are chewing the scenery, so. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the... The part where the castle freak is on the loose and there's like some sort of a corridor shaft something and the cop is walking around looking for water or something. To, yes. To give to, um, uh, I just want to say Barbara Crampton. but Barbara uh, Crampton. Yeah. <laughs> Barbara Crampton and her daughter. Um, he is suddenly hauled up this chimney by the castle freak with a chain. Yes. That was kind of awesome. Yeah. I don't think that you really needed much except dust and kicking legs you know yeah it worked out nicely he falls out later yeah uh so john uh jeffrey combs's character asks the question um because he's accused of killing the prostitute Mm -hmm. uh, which was and the housekeeper found the bag the incriminating handbag well she got killed too oh her body was down there yeah that's right yeah, because she knew too much, it seemed. So, hmm. Mm. Yeah, make, making him look bad. Kind yeah. of The castle freaks framing him up real good. Um, so the question that John asks... And if you want to be <clears throat> framed for a crime, Italy's your place. Oh, for real. <clears throat> yeah, if you think if you think any ineptitudes happening here with uh, detective work, Oof. yeah, go to Italy. Uh, there's, there's some famous cases recently where yeah. they were just like, well... I guess we got who did it. It was either witches or a castle freak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the question that John asks, uh, why would the Duchess bury an empty coffin? Yeah. Uh, here's a better question. Isn't the, can- isn't the castle freak a cannibal? Which I already covered. And shouldn't he not be naked? Who, the castle freak? Yeah. Could he have like, I don't know. Pants? <laughs> yeah. Something. A sarong? Something. You think this is the 1950s when monsters wore pants? I'm a... Yeah, why not a nice suit jacket? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Style them up a little bit, maybe, you know. Slap a little aqua velvet on him. Yeah, and... <laughs> a surgical mask, cover up that big gash on the side, and he's no longer a freak. Yeah, he's no. quite presentable. He's just a castle man now. Yeah, castle gentleman, if you will. <laughs> castle duke. Yeah. Castle duke. Yeah. Uh, when I guess he would be a duke. When duke he, freak? Sure. Yeah. The duke freak. <laughs> the duke of freak. It's uh, my nickname in college. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so, here, so here we are. We've got this guy who shouldn't be naked, but he is. And he's got his fake butt rubber suit on, right? Uh-huh. No pants. No pants. Um, when the prostitute, before he starts gnawing on her, when she starts sort of feeling him and touching him uh it's revealed that he's got some weird thing that's happened to his genitalia yes he's missing this penis it seems like it or is it just that he's a grower and not a shower no he's missing his penis okay <laughs> it's not just really cold in the castle perhaps <laughs> but you're pretty sure he's missing it he, yeah he's all kendall down there it's not he, exactly he has testicles oh, okay but no penis. Someone lopped and it off. And she kind of freaks out. <laughs> How's he and peed? then he kills her. <laughs> she castle freaks I don't know. They didn't, they didn't go into a lot of logic with this. 
they, they, they ran out of silicone. They couldn't, you know, continue. Yeah. They worked from like the feet up and from the arms in and from the head down. And they just got to the very end and went, there's oh, not enough crap. left. Yeah. Yeah. Can we make a paper mache one? Well, you know, it's not going to really fit with the look of the rest of the costume. Just do a lot of shots of his butt. People will forget that he doesn't have a penis. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Perhaps. Perhaps. A penis buried by the Knights Templar? <laughs> Could it be? <laughs> oh, I so miss <laughs> the Curse of Oak Island. That's the only thing about not having cable that's made any difference in my life. Oh, man. They might have found the freaking gold by now, man. They could have, and yeah. you've missed it. Yeah. And you'll never see it again. They'll never show it on YouTube. <laughs> right. There was, a, there was another Yeti footprint sighting last week. Did you hear that? No. The, the Indian army was up in the Himalayas, and they... they found Yeti footprints? Yeah, they found some footprints. Oh, man. Maybe they'll finally catch the Yeti. I hope not. And he can go to prison for all his crimes against humanity. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Do you think the Yeti wears trousers on his... Only when he comes to town. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't like to intimidate people. Got to be decent. Decent, yeah. <laughs> I almost did a spit take. I know. <laughs> it's like I'm going to ruin my computer because I spit water on it. Uh, my other note here. Barbara Crampton is awesome. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Doesn't it sound like I'm 15 watching this? Barbara Crampton is awesome. Jeffrey Combs also, but you know. Did you think she was going to show her breasts to the castle freak? She kind of threatened to, and well, she kind of in, promised and then didn't come through. I was not promising him as much as promising us. I thought that I was like, oh, here's here we here's go. a scene. It's like, do I have to get on my Blu-ray of uh, other things like uh, I don't know, Reanimator or Bride of No, not Bride of Reanimator, just Reanimator. Yeah. 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 Well, that's all you need. Reanimator. Do you and... think there's a Blu-ray of Castle Freak out there? Because this so. copy looked like a VHS burnt. It did. It did. It looked like someone projected it on a bed sheet and then shot it with a video camera and then transferred it to a DVD. <laughs> it's like, here's your movie, stupid. Enjoy. So this is on Amazon Prime and yes, Shutter. Uh, on Shutter, I believe. Home media. The film was released on VHS by Full Moon Home Video on November 25th, 1997. Mark of quality. <laughs> Full Moon Media. The people who gave you Puppet Master. Um, and we're just ignoring that dog barking in the background. That's Leela. She's 17. Well, she'll be 17 in June. She gets to do what she wants. Yeah. Um, it was released for the first time on DVD by Full Moon Home Video on December 16th, 1997. Full Moon later re-released the film on October 4th, 2005, as part of its Slab of Horror movie pack. Blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> Here we go. Um, uh, Wizard Entertainment would release it on Blu-ray for the first time on May 14th, 2013. Oh. In between that time, it was released by Echo Bridge Home Entertainment. This is starting to sound like the bands the <clears throat> are just trying to get money. Mm. They're not known for that, are they? No, no. <laughs> How many are there? There's just two or three. There's Richard Band, Albert Band, Charles. and Charles Band. Charles Band. Yeah, I met Charles. Oh, really? Yeah, briefly. Uh, at a convention. Yeah, yeah. It was um, it was Chicago probably about four years ago. Oh, okay. My, my friend Laura introduced me to him because she was working for him. <clears throat> um. So yeah. Uh. 
Other notes, um, the window break, the leap through the window, breaking it, mm -hmm. was awesome. Uh, whoever did the stunt on that did a good job. Yeah. Had to wear a fake butt to do it, but, uh, you know, you're a little safer that way. Yeah. Uh, other notes, still, why naked? And now he's going bananas with the whip. He gets a hold of that whip that he's been whipped with, kind of goes crazy. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Do our listeners mind about the barking dog? Should I try to curtail you this? shouldn't even mention the barking dog. And maybe they'll, the... they'll think that it's their imagination. <laughs> I must be losing my mind. They're just acting like there's nothing different or strange, but I'm hearing a barking dog. Is there a dog barking in the background? No, it's outside your house, listeners. <laughs> it's inside your house with yeah. a castle freak. Yeah. And the other note. I like the stuffed cat. It was coated in fake blood. Oh, yeah. Because was... it went from a normal cat orange to like a weird red yeah. plush animal. It was like the level of Salem from that Sabrina TV show. Yeah. Yeah. The old Sabrina TV show. Yeah. Not the Netflix one. The good one. Yeah. <laughs> which Maybe. One, which one do you like better? I imagine I like the net one, Netflix one better, but that's... It's so stylized. A lot of weird style choices. Yeah. A lot of weird tonal choices. Jolene, yeah. have you watched it yet? Sabrina? Yeah. No. Uh, okay. The Dark Scare Ventures of <laughs> Sabrina. I can't never remember. What is it? The Spooky. <laughs> it's something spooky, was it? <laughs> um, Stuart Gordon, why, was another note. Um, he, I guess, was just like, I don't know, paycheck? Get to hang out in a castle in Italy for yeah yeah Barbara Crampton yeah I'm not hating that um, if you follow her on Twitter or Instagram she's just awesome fun always smiling she has my birthday by the way um, really you gave it to her yes she it's hers now I don't have to get <laughs> any <why>. older <laughs> you still you look young yeah. wow okay yeah. so so as long as she's out there I I don't have to get any older oh that's pretty good train. Yeah, you know, she, but she still looks awesome. Um, yeah, so the fight scene between John and the Castle Freak. What do you think of that? It was pretty good. We, you knew from the start he was going over the edge because it seemed like it, yeah. It seemed I mean, they incredible. telegraphed that pretty early in the movie when he went up there. Yeah, who boy on the edge? Like, this is really something. Wouldn't want to fall off this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I bet that'd kill a man or a castle freak to fall off of there. Yeah. If a man were chained to one? Oh, they'd both be killed. <laughs> no doubt about that. So if well, one... <laughs> no chance of that happening, though. <laughs> well, dinner's probably ready about now. Better get going. Uh, so the other... Okay, so the other thing with that would be, what if one of them didn't die? Then they'd have to be dragging the dead one around. Mm. You know there's no key for that thing. It didn't appear to be. You had to tear your thumb off. Yeah, right? Which was pretty gnarly. That was a gnarly scene. Yeah. It's... Degloving a thumb? Bad enough. Tearing one off? Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's rough. You don't like... Oh, it, is, was it Ziggy didn't like the finger trauma? Yeah. And you don't like tooth trauma? No tooth trauma, please. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, John went for the heroic death. Yeah. And uh, he asked... Uh, Barbara Crampton to forgive him. Yeah. For talking her into doing this movie. <laughs> so, um, I'm 
you, you watched this last week. Yeah. Is this a cut version you saw? Um, seemed gory. It seemed pretty gory. I don't know that it was cut in any way. Because the only bit I remember from, from watching it is that when he he's eaten the prostitute. Yeah. Who doesn't have a name as far as I recall. Yeah. Uh, they mentioned her name and I can't remember it now. Yeah, let's um, see. But, but that was cut in Britain. Mm. Yeah, and that's the major kill in this. Every All the other kills are just... Well, he beats the housekeeper to death with like a with a chain and just keeps whipping her and whipping her she don't really see anything and then he kills two cops but they're real quick Mm -hmm. like he pulls one up the chimney and i don't remember what he i think he bites the face of the other one which is a little gory but they're both pretty quick right yeah they don't really dwell on a lot of the gore yeah the gore is pretty minimal so it may have been cut yeah in britain you like you know what he's gonna do yeah. But it cuts that. Hmm. So. All I know is it looked like it was shot from VHS. <laughs> and it was a perfect square. So they seem to have a, like a, a dual funeral, didn't they? Or a tandem funeral. What do you call it when you have two? A dual funeral. <laughs> yes, a tandem funeral, I believe is the term. Yeah, it's an extra long hearse. We're doing a tandem funeral this weekend. <laughs> we're ha- yeah, we're having a tag team funeral. Tag team. <laughs> it's going to be the, the Royal Smackdown to Six Feet Under. Um, they were chained together. We couldn't get the chain <laughs> off. We had to bury them together. I, I think in the uh, funeral business, it's known as a twofer. It's a twofer. A twofer. <laughs> it's a bogo. Yeah. yeah. Buy one, get one. Yeah, bury one, get one. Bury one, get one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like one box fix all. The pallbearers looking at them, I think they were the, uh, hey, I get to be in a movie. Yes. You know, I think that's who it was. You know, like they were, the, the you know, Stuart Gordon's nephew was there helping out. And his, what, his kids in this? Um, I think so. The one, the one from the flashback. Let's see. Oh yes, I think maybe so. That could have been right. They're usually in his movies. Yeah. Let's see. He doesn't have to pay them. <laughs> yeah, that's the idea. I don't think we even needed the burial scene. They should have just gone off the wall. Showed they were both dead. No, forgive me. Anything. Just roll the credits. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Yeah, just have just have his dying body there yeah. with credits rolling in front of it. Mm-hmm, and then it goes black. Well, you know, Jeffrey Combs cares about everything he does quite a bit. So I'm sure he put everything he had into this performance. Again, they didn't give him a lot to work with. No. Um, same for Barbara Crampton. Uh, the Castle Freak, I don't know. He seemed like he was really pouring it on. Uh I would not mind seeing this remade with less taint cam and, you know, maybe a little more. There is one in the works, isn't there? Well, that see, that's the reason I, I said I don't mind the idea of it is that uh, the remake was announced on April 15th, 2018. Uh, Cinestate and Charles Band would be producing a remake slash reboot of Castle Freak, along with the film's original star, Barbara Crampton. Yay! Also producing and special effects artist uh, Tate St- Steinseek was going to direct. Uh, announcing his involvement with the project on Instagram, Steinseek said, It's such an honor to be taking not only a Stuart Gordon classic, but also embracing the world of Lovecraft. Someone should probably tell him. 
Yeah. Okay. It's like there's a very small nod to Lovecraft in this. Um, Crampton later announced that the film would feature an expanded Lovecraft universe with some elements from the first film, which uh, would be introducing many new characters. So have you read the original story? Yeah. No. I'm not excited. I've never read it. It's off. It's in loads of anthologies because it's pretty short and okay. compact, and it's pretty traditional. You know, it's not. It's not the mythos or anything. Yeah. So it kind of. So gets, what happens? It's like a first-person narrative, but with this fellow who's been like isolated um, for you know all his life, and then he 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 escapes, and he gets out to meet humans, and he, he's really happy to do so. But everyone's horrified mm. by something, and and so he's looking for this whatever's terrifying these people that he meets oh and it's a castle freak <laughs> um, it's an outsider tom cruise before he got his teeth fixed mm. that's right wasn't it the outsiders i think so yeah do you know about this jolian no. outsiders um well the movie outsiders uh tom cruise was in it before he got his teeth fixed and it's just like he's got a mouthful of gravel. Mm. It's not. You hate tooth trauma. Just don't look at his face in that mm. movie. I mean, it's bad. In mm. that, I believe, is why he has that middle tooth you cursed me with knowing about. Mm. So sorry. It's all right. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I ruined Ziggy's day by telling her about the. I'm just passing it along. Well. Oh, good. Middle tooth. Middle tooth cruise. Yep. <laughs> it was a Beach Boys song. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a weed strain. <laughs> Middle tooth cruise. Uh, I just bought a gram because I didn't know what it would be like. I didn't want to like commit and get like an entire eighth of this shit. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> yeah, Tom Cruise's middle tooth. If any listeners have not heard us talk about it on previous episodes, Google it. You'll never unsee it. Mm. I blame John Kay. Yeah? Yeah. You he, mentioned it? No, he drew a uh, caricature of Tom Cruise. Uh-huh. And, uh, ooh, that's where I first saw it. And then I went and looked at a picture. And I was like, ooh, he's not off. Yeah. He's, like, really cruel with his caricatures. But <laughs> they're all kind of dead on. Oh, man. Like a good caricature should be. Yeah. It should be cruel and accurate. Mm-hmm. It, it should emphasize everything that's wrong with you physically <laughs> and make you feel ashamed of it. While you're roller skating. <laughs> right. Or surfing with uh, a dolphin. <laughs> I was going to say surfing while having drinking some foofy fruit drink. and, and Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Do you like roller skating? Sure. Everybody does. Sure. I haven't done it since I was a kid, but why not? Put me on skates. Just roll me to my death in your stupid caricature. Um, so, Castle Freak, would you recommend it? No. Not, not, not even to a horror fan? Maybe if you'd run out of all horror films. <laughs> I mean, if you've gotten down to Castle Freak, you're like, I haven't seen Castle Freak. Like, maybe you had a podcast and you'd done over 170 episodes and someone said Castle Freak and you went, what the hell not? It kind, of, it kind of marks it. the end of a show, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah. well, I guess these guys are at the well, bottom of the barrel. Nothing else to talk about. They're done. <laughs> They're done. They've run out of films. We are down to Castle Free. <laughs> well, thank you for listening. Uh, it was nice knowing you. <laughs> uh, so, no. No recommend. That's a no. No, no recommend. recommend. 
Uh, I would only recommend it to somebody who said, I think Barbara Crampton and Jeffrey Combs are awesome. Aren't they in anything else together? I would say, have you heard of Castle Freak? And they're like, yeah. Well, if you want to just, you know, see them wondering what they're doing and, uh, <laughs> and then one of them gets a heroic death at the end after the other one doesn't show her boobs, then there you go. Castle Freak. Castle Freak. It could have been made in 1985. Do you like looking at the taint of a fake rubber butt <laughs> on a snarly monster? <laughs> this movie's for you. Yes. I, yeah, I think that's about it, isn't it? Yeah. Julian, do you recommend this? Uh, no, I found it pretty dull, but uh, I'm, apart from the, the, the shocking scene. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, if you're a Lovecraft completist... If you want want to watch uh, a movie where genitals get munched and you're tired of watching The Beast in Heat, then uh, <laughs> uh, this is the one to see. But um, great, I mean, I, raving I, reviews. Yeah. So there you have it, listeners. Um, we've we've covered Castle Freak. Uh, it is not the end of our show, although I don't think we settled on what we're going to do next week. Well, next weekend is Mother's Day, so so let's talk oh. about that for a minute. Any famous mother movies that either one of you... Like, we already did Fizco. Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've talked about Mother's Day. And we talked about Mother's Day. Yeah. Um, and there, we've talk, briefly talked about Mother. There's Mother. Uh, Gorgo is one of my favorite... Gorgo? Mother movies. Tell me about that one. That's about a giant... Uh, like a, this, this creature's discovered off of uh, coast of Ireland and brought back to London to be exhibited, but... Then they realize that this is not the adult form of this creature, and and mother is on her way to rescue it. Oh, Gorgo. Yeah, it's a 1960 giant monster movie. Oh, is it from Toho? No, no, it's British. Oh, it yeah. is a British movie. Yep. Should we do that one? It's a really good one. Can yeah, we, we can, can watch can, Gorgo. Can we, can we find it easily? Uh, I've got it, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Let's do Gorgo, because it's a mad mom. Mad are th- mom. Are, are there any other... Um, any other protective mother movies you can think of where the monster is just like, that's my baby? Um, like, like literally every grizzly bear well, movie? Well, that's, that's a classic. I mean, there's the... You, I, mean, I suppose you could throw in the Mothra movies, but... Um, I mean, the, the Gorgo setup has been done a few times oh, since cool. then. No, I think that's a good one to do. I'm just kind of... When you started describing it, it sounded like, God, haven't we seen that sort of plot? Maybe we haven't. I'm sure we have. It seems like something we would see, right? Yeah. So, Gorgo. Gorgo. There you got it, listeners. For Mother's Day. Unless we change our mind. Yeah. Okay. Which we could totally do. Uh, I'm easy. Yeah, we could just come back and be like, yeah. We couldn't, we couldn't watch Gorgo because of reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and I really think that it's maybe time for a cut to the sequel or, or a, um, I don't know. Original versus remake. It's been a while since we've done one of those. Sure. Or is it horror? Like mm. some that people would argue aren't. We should be thinking about some of those for upcoming episodes. Okay. Because those are fun. If you go back over our 170 plus episodes, we, we've had a good time with some of those. Yeah. And surprisingly, a good time with Castle Freak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. All right. Well, should we call it a show? Let's call it a show. Listeners, thank you for listening. Stay off the Morris.